Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. Entrepreneur Architect Podcast, Episode 47. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, you might be in the process of launching a startup, or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference. This podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. I am, like I suspect many of you, I am a dreamer. Every day of my life, since I was a small child, I have lived much of my waking life, and in fact, probably many of my sleeping hours as well, dreaming about my future. What life might be like when I finally reach that pinnacle of success. I have always had the ability to create a very lucid vision for my tomorrow. And I can certainly credit much of my success and many of my accomplishments, as minor as they might be in the grand scheme of things, to this gift of vision. I have always set goals and I have always worked to reach them. And I've not always landed where I expected. And this entire thing called Entrepreneur Architect, this blog, this podcast, the platform, Entrepreneur Architect, it's a testament to that, to not landing where I expect. But I have certainly progressed in my life because I have always looked forward to the future and dreamed. But there's also a downside for us dreamers. 
We can easily be distracted by the new and exciting, and I'm sure many of us listening here right now were told as a child that we need to stop daydreaming and focus on what's important. Even today, as adults, we may continue to chase the newest, the grandest, the shiniest objects, abandoning the last big idea for the the next sure thing, resulting in never really accomplishing anything. This week on the Entrepreneur Architect Podcast, I will share my five ways to focus your gift for vision and maybe even inspire you to let your dreams take you to a life of success and happiness. This episode of the Entrepreneur Architect Podcast is brought to you by Entrepreneur Architect Academy. Entrepreneur Architect Academy is a community of like-minded entrepreneur architects seeking to take their small firms to greater success. You may be the average of the five people with whom you surround yourself, and this is an opportunity to be part of a group of professionals who are determined to take their businesses, their life, and their leadership to the next level. Enrollment for the Academy is currently closed, but if you're interested in learning more about Entrepreneur Architect Academy and want to receive notification when enrollment for the next class of members opens again, which will be pretty soon, please visit entrearchitect.com academy. Very early in the years of building Five Cat Studio, our architecture, uh, residential architecture firm here in Westchester County, New York, Anne-Marie and I, Anne-Marie is my wife and my, my partner here at Five Cat Studio, a fantastic architect, um, if I do say so myself, I'm proud of her, she does a great job, um, keeps me focused and keeps me on track, well, let's not get, let's, let's not veer off the road right now, um, I want to tell you a story about a time early on in Five Cat Studio when Anne-Marie and I had an opportunity to uh, drive north to Lake George. We're in Westchester County, New York, which is about 40 minutes north of New York City. And Lake George is about three hours north of our home here in Westchester in Chappaqua. And we were um, we had just finished designing a restaurant in Bedford, New York called Meeting House, one of our first projects. It was our first commercial project. Uh, you can see that at fivecat.com. It's still on our website. Very proud of that project. Um, and it started everything. Um, we were, from that job, we, we had a connection. Actually, it was one of the partners for that restaurant. Uh, was involved with a, um, a resort up on Lake George. And she connected us with the people who ran the resort. And they were looking for some renderings. They were doing a fundraising project for um, some pump house or I believe it was a septic system or something like that. And they needed something to kind of get people excited about the, the project they were trying to do and trying to raise money. So they, they uh, offered us some room and board up in Lake George for the weekend and fed us and, and invited us to stay and, and, um, they even had uh, accommodations for our two dogs. We had a, a Rottweiler named Gracie at the time and a Golden Retriever named Albert. And uh, we were heading north. Well, we were heading west because to get to the road that goes north, we had to travel west on Route 84. 
and we were traveling down Route 84 in our in my little red Saturn 1996 Saturn with a sunroof and um, we had Albert and Gracie in the back seat and we were heading heading west looking for a Route 87 north uh, to get to Lake George and uh, as much of my life I start talking about business with Anne Marie and she starts listening which is what she's really good for me to do when when I start going off on and my big dreams of what I'm going to do with with our business and so uh, you know I had very big dreams for what five cat could be and I wanted it to be so much more than a traditional design firm you know I, I had you may have heard me talk about this before or read it on the on the blog I shared it in my business plan uh, about how I wanted regional retail outlets and I had this big big idea for five cat becoming a, a national brand for residential architecture where we had regional retail outlets and a central design studio and we would create these pockets of design uh, and then once the systems worked I would pick it up and I would move it to another place and we take over the entire nation uh, with residential design um, you know, it would it would have complete services, including architecture and landscape and interiors and and construction. And so that was my big idea, my big my big dream for what Five Cat would become. And and since then, my my priorities have shifted, and and that never uh, came to fruition. But I I love where I am today. And and but that was the big the big the big deal at the time, the big idea. And as we drove down Route 84. Um, talking about what would happen with Five Cat Studio and how we would get there. Um, suddenly, I looked up in a panic because we were just about to cross over the Delaware River into Pennsylvania. I saw the signs for Matamoros, which is the first town, the most eastern town in Pennsylvania, the first town as you exit New York and enter Pennsylvania. That bridge is about an hour past where I needed to get off. So I missed the exit dreaming about Five Cat Studio. So I had to turn around in Matamoros and head back another hour. So I was two hours out of our way to get to Lake George to find the exit to go north. So I have sympathy for you dreamers out there. I know how it feels. And to, to this day, Anne-Marie does not let me ever forget my Matamoros moment. I'm a dreamer. I can't help it. It's what I am. It's what I do. For years, I fought it. For years, I was told to, to focus and, and, and focus on the things that matter. But in my mind, I think being a dreamer is the best thing to be. It is who I am. It's probably who many of you are. And I'm sure many of you have also heard the same things that I've heard, you know, through school. And and uh, my parents have always been supportive. My brothers have always been supported as I was growing up that I was a dreamer and that's who I was. But, you know, growing up at times it becomes frustrating. But now that I'm an adult, I realized what a gift being a dreamer really is. So today on the podcast, I wanted to share my five ways to focus your gifts as a dreamer to become successful and to have more happiness. So here we go. The first way that I focus on, focus my gifts as a dreamer is to tell a story. 
Tell us stories, number one. Um, a few months back, I was on uh, the podcast. I was interviewed by John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. Uh, my interview on Entrepreneur on Fire, if you're interested, is number 527. You can go to entrepreneuronfire.com and you can search for number 527 and you'll see John's interview with me. Um, he has a saying, and you'll also hear him bring it up in the, in the interview, he talks about focus. Whenever one of his guests talk about focus, he brings up focus uh, as an acronym, F-O-C-U-S. Focus on one course until success. Focus on one course until success. And he brought it up as a as a, a longtime listener of the Entrepreneur on Fire podcast. He 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 knew I listened, and he asked me to uh, to repeat what F O C O F U F O C U S stood for, and I panicked and couldn't do that. But John reminded me what it meant. And follow one course until success. So, the best way to focus and stay on course is to plan. And I've shared my own business plan here at the podcast and in in my in writings in the blog. And I, I actually call it my life plan. You can go back to episode twenty four if you want to listen to the of the podcast about my business plan where I go through it step by step. But the first section of my life plan is my vision narrative. It's my favorite part of creating a business plan. It's a story of what you want your life to be like in the future with no rules and no limits, no limitations. Whatever you want your life to be, write it down. Create a story of what you want your life to become. And my narrative shared all the details of my future life, including the vision for Five Cat Studio and the, the big giant studio that sort of led me to Matamoros that day. But that's what I did is I wrote it down in, in a narrative. And it's a great way to, to get it out of your head and tell a story and focus it. And it gives you the opportunity to, de to develop it and turn it into more than just a dream. And it leads you to the rest of your business plan. So it's a great way to start creating your business plan. So, so my first way to focus your gifts as a dreamer is to tell a story. Find your dream, fi figure out which dream you want to accomplish of all the dreams you have, and tell a story. Write it down and create a story. So it's there on paper or in your computer or however you want to do it. So number two, this is a good one for me, keep a list. Without a list of all your ideas, you, you tend to keep thinking about them. You, your your brain doesn't want to forget them. You, you you even if it's not intentional or conscious, our minds stay occupied with these amazing ideas we have for our future, and it sort of distracts you, and it, and it and it stresses you out. Well, for me, it does. If I if I have too many ideas in my mind and they're not developed and they're they're not written down in a list, I tend to get stressed about them, and so keep a list. I have dozens of notebooks or paper scraps and spreadsheets with hundreds of ideas listed throughout my life. I started list, listing, listing them uh, probably as an, an early adult in college when, when it, I realized that this was a good idea. And, and uh, at one time, I, ha I even had this idea to start a, a website, I, another idea that I had 
was to start this business on the on a website and just sell my ideas. Take I had hundreds of ideas, so why not sell them and try to let other people use them? And, and which you know maybe not a bad idea. You know, put together a site that has ideas and license each idea. Never know. Maybe maybe in the future. But I need I need to stay focused, so I can't do that. I have ideas for new business models in architecture. I have ideas for new businesses outside of architecture. I have ideas to improve Five Cat Studio. I have ideas to improve and expand Entrepreneur Architect. And and I have I even have a spreadsheet with firm names that's like a mile long because every time I had this new idea, I needed to have a name and I would start brainstorming names. So I have this this spreadsheet. And some of these ideas are great ideas that could really make millions if I had enough time and determination and, and money to, to develop them. Um, and if I had enough focus to stay focused on one. Uh, and other ideas really sound great when they first come to me, but but after I write them down or I wake up after uh, I, I dream of them in my sleep, maybe not so much. Maybe these some of these ideas are, are ridiculous and terrible, but I still write them down. I still put them on my list. But I write them all down, and they or they stay in my head and they roll around keeping my mind occupied and unfocused from the ideas uh, which I have chosen to proceed. So number two is keep a list. Number three on ways to focus your gifts as a dreamer, get some help. (laughs) And I don't mean the type of help where you sit in a quiet room with a nice doctor and share your deepest, darkest secrets. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about finding a person you trust. Maybe it's a spouse or a friend or, or a grown child, or, or maybe it's a group of people. You know, I see this happening uh, every day in the Entrepreneur Architect Academy. I see people sharing their plans and their, and their dreams and, and others helping them to get there. You need to find someone who will support you no matter what happens. My support is definitely Anne-Marie. She listens to my crazy ideas and tells me when I'm being crazy and helps me focus on the ones that are important. So you need to find someone who, who will support you uh, and will be there f- to listen and won't get tired and frustrated with all the crazy ideas you might have. So you want to find that person and ask them to be part of your, of your dream team. And if they will, tell them your dreams and share your plans and, and talk about how you're going to focus to reach your goals. Give them your timelines and your goals and your action plans. Give them everything that you have in your head and, and for this idea that you want to accomplish because this is what you want to do. You want to, with all these ideas, you want to pick one and stay focused on it so you can accomplish one. And so you, you share your ideas, you, you get some help, and you check in with them regularly. Every once in a while, check in. With, with Anne-Marie, it's whenever it pops into my mind, she's ready to listen. Then as you develop your plan and focus on that dream, there's always someone there to kind of keep you on track and not let you veer off. So if you if you do start to veer off to chase that new shiny object, there, there, are, there will always be someone there to help you prioritize your dreams and, and focus you on what's important and, and, and keep you moving in the right direction. Remember, focus, F-O-C-U-S. Follow one course until success. That's that's the, the key to success. Follow one course until success. So that's number three. Get some help. Number four, pick a dream that may help others 
I find that when I start to follow a dream that revolves exclusively around me, I tend to lose focus very quickly. After some time, I lose interest and I start chasing other dreams. And I've talked in the past about my dream as a young man of becoming a millionaire. It was my goal to become an architect by 30 and own my own firm by 35 and become a millionaire by 40. Well, I'm 44 and my bank account is far from that seven figure balance. But that's okay. My dreams, that dream, really, my dreams evolve. Then that dream has long since evaporated. It's not really that important anymore. My priorities have shifted. And I still dream of the perks of the perks of millions, like fast cars and, and vacation homes. And, and there's still time for that stuff. But those self-centered dreams have always been shapeless. There's never been much definition to them. There's no foundation. But when I focus on my dreams that revolve around others, that's when it gets real. That's when I can plan and I can tell the story and I can share with others and I can make it real. When I relaunched Entrepreneur Architect on December 12th, 2012, that was the result of focus and accountability and a dream that revolved around others. It's a dream that changes other people's lives. It may even change a profession which may even have the ability to change the world. That is the kind of dream that for me, it's much easier to stay focused and track on track and, and, and not veer off. When others are involved, you receive feedback and support and encouragement from those you're helping. Every day I receive emails or, or a, a tweet saying thank you. And that is the fuel that keeps me going. That's the fuel that will keep you going. You are a dreamer, and it's a gift. It's not a curse, as, as many of us have been taught in school as we daydreamed our days away. And if it is a gift, then use that gift to help others. Share your gift, and you will most certainly stay focused, and you will reach your dream. So number four is pick a dream that may help others. You have lots and lots of dreams. I know you have a whole list of them. And number three, or number Two, number two, you have a list. Go through the list and find the ones that help others. And that's the one that you want to focus on because that's the one that you will, you will find your way to the end. And when you help others, you will be amazed at how happy you become. And you will be amazed at how success will come to you without hardly even trying. You will see. Help others and you will be successful. Number five, encourage others to dream. If you follow your dream that may help others, you may inspire others to do the same. You wanna find the dreamers in your life and encourage them to be creative and express their thoughts and follow their dreams. You wanna help them stay focused, be their support person. This world needs more dreamers. We need to find the dreamers that have been discouraged to dream and let them know that it's okay. And it's more than okay. It's important. The world we live in has so many problems. And it will be the dreamers that find the solutions. The dreamers are the ones that find cures for diseases. The dreamers are the ones that touch the moon and explore the universe. The dreamers are the ones developing new concepts for housing for our ever-growing population and finding new sources of energy or, or finding new building materials, developing new building materials that, that don't deplete our natural resources. The dreamers are the ones 
who change the world. We need to encourage more to dream. We need to teach kids to dream in school. We need to recognize, recognize the strengths that we each possess. We're not all created to learn from books and, take, and, and to take tests in school. Many of us, many of our kids, learn by doing, by creating, by dreaming. If you know a dreamer, encourage them to dream more. So that's it. That's five. That's our five ways to focus your gifts as a dreamer. Number one is tell a story. You want to write down your narrative, develop your dreams beyond what's in your head. Number two is keep a list. Today, with the tools we have and the device that we're all carrying around in our pockets, it's so easy to record our thoughts. Keep a list of the ideas so that they don't roll around in your head, keeping you from what matters most. Number three, keep, uh, get some help. Find someone who understands you and is willing to support you. Share your dreams and your plans and check in often for a dose of encouragement to stay focused. Number four is pick a dream that may help others. When your dream is aligned in helping others to succeed, you will succeed. You will be inspired to continue and stay focused on one path. You will focus, follow one course until success. Number five is encourage others to dream. We need more dreamers, and it's up to us who already understand the power of the dreamer to find those who don't and encourage them to dream more. Encourage your friends and your family and your kids to dream and dream big. And I still dream new dreams every day, and I can't help myself. I'm a dreamer. But I have these five ways to help me keep focused. And I know you dream too. Architects are big dreamers. You have a gift for vision. I hope this helps you focus your gift and maybe even inspires you to let your dreams take you to a life of success and happiness. If you like this episode, please go to iTunes and leave me a review. This is how you may help me spread the word about Entrepreneur Architect and our mission to become an influential force in the profession. Go to entrearchitect.com slash iTunes or in iTunes, just search for Entrepreneur Architect. You'll find me there. And I'm halfway to my goal of 100 reviews by the end of the year. So we have 50. And this week we have two more five-star reviews. Thank you very much. Anthony Laney, thank you very much. You wrote excellent podcast. I have learned many valuable lessons from the advice and experience shared in this excellent podcast. You will not be disappointed. Thank you very much, Anthony. And uh, Kinguitos, K-I-N-G-U-I-T-O-S, you wrote, thank you, five stars. I wish every architect in the nation would listen to what you have to say about our profession. Our competitive world would be so much better and architects would have a much better life. Kinguitos, thank you. That means a lot to me. I appreciate that. So if you like what you're hearing, please go to iTunes, entrearchitect.com slash iTunes and leave me a review. I'd love to hit 100 by the end of the year. Oh, oh and, and by the way, I know many of you like this type of episode where I get all emotional and inspirational for what I do. But I have received many requests for more interviews as well. So if you like the episodes where I chat with others, 
You will be very pleased in the coming months. I have many guests lined up for the show, so be sure to be subscribed over at iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen so you don't miss one episode. You want to stay tuned. I have interviews coming up. I think you will like what's coming up, so get subscribed and stay tuned. And I thank you very much and I appreciate your support and encouragement for all that I'm doing here at Entrepreneur Architect. And until next time, my name is Mark R. LePage and I am an Entrepreneur Architect. Thank you very much for listening. See you next week. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, Well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders, Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my the one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. 
artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.